Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Yeah. It is Sunday. I'm happy because I do not have to go to work tomorrow because it's President's Day here in the United States, wherever you're watching it from. So some schools, districts honor President's Day. Now, it's crazy because universities don't, but I gave my students off because when I'm off at the public school, I'm off there, too. So... Yes, I got my day off tomorrow, and likely I'll still wake up early because I do need to use it for a work day. I still have some filming to get done um, and some editing to get done, so it's still going to be work, but not like work like I usually have to work. But anyways, excuse me, I'm hungry. I'm eating these fries. <laughs> but anyways, I'm getting on here because today... I got a facial. As you can see, I don't have no makeup on. And I've been making my skincare routine um, very adamant. And I was on the phone with my friend yesterday, and we were talking about just the maintenance of being a woman, the things we learn about our skin, our body, different hygiene things. And um, she was telling me about she went to a place to go get a facial, and she didn't really like it because it was more so like, a spa it wasn't targeted towards you know people with melanated skin um and really skin corrective needs and I was telling her how uh just kind of reflecting on my experience before I realized like getting facials and going to an esthetician was a thing it was actually my homegirl Ashley she has beautiful skin and she popped up on one of she shared a story of her getting her facial because like the esthetician she goes to will record and put it on her story so she was just reposting it one day and so I was asking her about it I was like you get facials regularly like what is what's that about and she was like yeah I go like once a month I think she went once or twice a month at the time she was like I've been going for years or whatnot and I'll just say this like I'm so for this era of like young black women like doing things in luxury because I call like getting facials, staying with you. We always got our nails and stuff done, but like really just taking care of ourselves in another level. Like some of our mothers didn't do that. We didn't grow. I didn't grow up seeing anybody in my family go get facials regularly or even have a skincare routine, a multi-step skincare routine. Like that wasn't a thing. Um, my mom didn't even get her nails done regularly. I think I can count on one hand how many times my mom went to go get her nails or toes done. And it was usually like if she was like in a wedding or something. My mom was in a lot of weddings. <laughs> so like that's just not something I, I saw as far as like black women really pampering themselves. And my mom really only got dressed up and put on a lot of makeup when she was like going to church and she was going to sing. But outside of that, she, you know, just kind of dressed regularly. She... She now is more into makeup, but again, she does that when she's going to work, but not like my mom is, she had us young, so she's never like had the life of like going out and parties and stuff. So I just never really saw that. So when I got a friend like Ashley, who like, she grew up with that. She grew up with her mom and dad, you know, giving her those things, providing her those things. And she's kept up that type of lifestyle. Her skin is beautiful. It's rewarded her for her consistency. 
So I wanted to check it out. And I remember my first facial was with the woman that she goes to. But at the time, I couldn't really maintain like the cost of it because going to an esthetician is something you need to budget for um, if you want to go regularly. But then I found one, um, I want to say in the middle of 2020 when things started opening back up. And then I stopped going for like four months this past summer because I started paying for like these trainings and stuff that I was going to, which is like $500, $600 each class. And I was paying for that out of pocket. So something had to give. And so it was facials. But I decided to pay for like um, just more high grade, I will say facial products. Um, so that I can maintain a routine at home. And then I picked back up going to get facials around my birthday in November. And I've been going every month ever since. So I'm talking about this because if you haven't been exposed to that or that's something that you want to try or an area you want to invest in, then I'm, that's why I'm talking about this. Because like I said, I didn't really know that was a thing or really know the details because kind of like my friend told me she ended up at some spa that you know was just you know it was centered around like just relaxation you know where people go just go get facials and that's how I associated with like people get facials regularly I thought about it as like I was seeing those movies where they go to those spas <laughs> like rush hour and things like that and they would go get massages and you know you know they just put that stuff on your face and those cucumbers and that's the facial that's what I always thought about facials but when my when my friend put me on it was like she's going to maintain the, the real health of her skin she's going for corrective skin needs which is very very different and I didn't really understand that concept and here I am, you know, at the time, I'm 29 now, at the time I was probably 27, 28. You know, that's not something that I just really understood. Um, so when I started getting facials, I was like, okay, this is something I want to invest in. Because my mom has always had very normal skin, not oily, not dry, just very normal. She's never really had breakouts. I feel like her skin is just perfect. But me, that was not passed down to me. My grandma is the same way. But me, uh, I sometimes had combination oily skin. In middle school, my skin would break out so much. And, of course, I was picking at it. So I had real bad hyperpigmentation. It started clearing up some when I got in high school. And I feel like undergrad, my skin was just on cruise control. But even then, I didn't really have a skin routine. I wasn't wearing a lot of makeup then. Um, except when we would go to parties and then I moved to New York for two years. My skin did a little bit of weird things because it had to get used to the weather and the climate out there. And then when I moved back home, my skin started doing real weird things. I don't know if it was because this bipolar Texas weather or it was the heartbreak I was going through. My skin was just doing really weird things. And I feel like for the past year, it's just now kind of getting on track. But I'm still learning my skin like my skin has changed as I'm aging and that happens for a lot of women. My skin is changing. So I'm learning like what that is. But going to an esthetician once a month. Now I've been for the past two months and in probably the next two months, I'll be going two times a month 
just to help me maintain some of the results I'm getting. And I will be documenting it because in the next two weeks, at the beginning of March, I'll be getting my my first um, chemical pill. And it's really a herbal pill. I've gotten a lactic pill before, but a lactic pill... uh, it really doesn't make your skin peel. It just gives you kind of the immediate results of brightening up your face. Um, it's a real, real gentle peel. But a chemical peel, whether it's a herbal peel or a real chemical peel, in a couple of days after you get it, your skin will actually be peeling off like shedding. And so I'm going to document that process so you can see like what it does to my skin. But I did want to get on camera today and kind of have you just see what my skin is like to me i get like texture issues because i dance a lot i sweat a lot um and also i already have like oily t-zones and so that can cause a lot of congestion which when you go to an esthetician they can help you with that and of course i got skin products and stuff at home but going to her once or twice a month really does help with the maintenance because what estheticians can do is they can use clinical grade or spa grade uh, tools and products that they don't sell to like regular people and it's not really safe for you to do it on your own so if this is something that you're looking into what i would say to find a good esthetician if like you want to amp up your skincare routine and you want to really get skincare results is one when you're looking up a spa like don't just look at like the services that you want like you hear about chemical peels to get those quick results micro needling um, just different things yes you want to see if they have that if that's something that you want but you don't want to go to a uh, an esthetician anyway that'll give that to you without you being a regular client and that's something that I had to learn because I wanted to go in too and get like these high chemical facials that will give me quick results and then I could just maintain it when I get home but the more that you learn about these products the more that you learn about your skin you don't want any super quick results because sometimes you'll get quick results but then You don't have the type of materials, the type of consistency, the level of um, products, the grade, the level graded of products to really maintain those results. So what you want to do is that you want to look up a spa, an esthetician that has a look at their mission statement. Look at how how they give services. Are they one of those spas where they are all about drop-ins? They don't really promote and encourage you to be a regular client. Uh, That may be a red flag if your goal is to really get skin results. Now, if your goal is just to go and you plan on going every now and then just to relax, then really you can go to anybody because anybody can give you those results. They'll put stuff on your face and they don't really have to study, you know, if you got melanin or not. Or what type of skin problems you have they just kind of give you whatever facial you ask for whereas when you go to a licensed esthetician where their spa is centered around corrective facial issues like you're going to see that in their mission you're going to see that on their website you're going to see that even when you go like my very first appointment at the spa that i go to now and i did have to shop around like i went through like three different estheticians before i found the one that i really love now 
Um, and it was for different reasons. A lot of them knew what they were doing, but it was just different reasons why I left until I found the one that I have now. And it's black owned, but the two estheticians under her are not black. And I don't get my, my facial done by the owner, but they follow her mission. They use her products. Um, and she bases her whole service on corrective skincare. She's very well trained in melanated skin, in all skin types, but really hyperpigmentation, tone, and acne. And so you want to look at those things like what is this spa specify in? What is the training of the actual estheticians? How many years have they been in service? What have they focused on? Because you have to remember some estheticians go to school and they can focus on waxing. They can focus on sugaring. They can focus on like just giving general relaxation facials. Like you want to look in their bio, have they worked with, have they specialized in natural products? Have they specialized in black skin? If you're a black woman and you need that, do have they really studied um, how to help people with hyperpigmentation or different type of skin conditions? Like that may be something you want to look at if you have specific results you're trying to achieve. Um, also, you just want to look at uh, how they do business. Like I said, my specific spa that I go to and the estheticians that work there, it's on her website that she doesn't give any type of very intrusive facials to first time clients like you have to be a regular. So at this specific spa, you have to be a regular to get any type of chemical pill other than a lactic pill. I think she may give that to clients, but even that I don't think she gives lactic pills to clients and lactic pills. Like I said earlier, it doesn't make your skin shed. It's, it, it just gives you results right after you leave. Um, but it's real light. But I don't even think she gives lactic pills to first time clients. She doesn't do things like um, micro needling, which is where a needle is in your face. You may bleed and stuff, but it boosts the collagen in your face. She doesn't do that for first time clients. But real high level intrusive facials, she doesn't do that for first time clients because it is her mission that, you know, she really wants you to be consistent, not because she looking for money, but because. She don't want you going out saying, hey, I got my facial done there. And then you're not able to maintain the results because these things, one, an esthetician needs to learn your skin to know if what 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 level of chemical peel to put on your face and can it take it? Can it stand it? Or there's a lot of people who have had their skin burned or peeled off. Because you just go into these spas that'll put anything on your face and they don't even know the nature of your skin. Also, after chemical pills, you do want to continue. You want to, within 7 to 10 days, go for a follow-up. So if this spa can just give you any type of facial, but they don't require that you're a regular client, like you may not maintain those results, even if it does go well. So... You also want to look at that. Now, again, if you don't really care and you're just trying to get something quick and go on about your business, do that. This conversation really ain't for you. But if this is an area where you really want to see results, where you want to get the maximum out of your skin, out of your skincare, and see what goals you can reach with luminous skin, and you want to add an esthetician to that routine, like those are things that you want to look for like on their website. 
And then something that was specifically important to me, this may or may not be important to you. And this is why I left other estheticians that also knew what they were doing, but it was just different things that made me move around. One is timeliness. If an appointment is at a certain time, I expect me to be able to walk in and start my service at that time or earlier. And the reason I do that is because I believe my time is precious. If you got something in your clause that says, in your policy that says, I'm going to get charged if I'm late, then no service that I should be getting from you should start late because of you, not because of me. Like, I just don't like that, especially when it's a habit. And so that was one reason I left the institution because they got real comfortable with being 10, 15, 20 minutes late or canceling last minute. And for a while I was patient because I really liked her, but I was just like, I got to move around. And it was a one-stop shop because she also did sugaring. Um, she, she specialized and went to school for both and really focused on them. But I was like, I got to go right now. I won't be back before you know it, but... Yeah, I had to move around. Another thing is um, just how they conduct business. So I went to one esthetician who she was really good, really knowledgeable. But I felt like her communication was like, I just didn't like it. Like I'll set an appointment and then when it got closer to the appointment, I'm getting text and call and stuff when I'm at work. Oh, do you think you can come over? come up early we got an opening oh such such is going to be out so will you be able to move like it was just so much going on I'm like why open your books for these dates if every time I set a date y'all gonna be moving it around like that annoyed me and at the time I lived a different place than I live now so it took me almost an hour to get to her so communication is huge for me as far as like the way they do business um yeah, that, that was huge for me. So now I finally found an esthetician. They timely. I've never not went in and we've started late. Like we always start on time. They always there waiting on me. Like it's been pretty consistent. They communicate like everything is on the go. I can get my products there. Um, I don't feel like they just giving me any facial like the very first appointment, we sat down and we talked about my skin goals. We wrote it down. She gave me a sample skin routine at the end. And the first facial is just kind of like a uh, her getting to see my skin, getting to know it, analyze it, and then telling me, hey, these are the type of things based on what you said you want, but what I'm seeing right now. So when I first went in, I told her, well, I have a lot of hyperpigmentation. I also want to focus on texture. Like those are my main two things. And so my very first facial, she was like, well, before we're going to tackle the hyperpigmentation, we need to tackle like you got a lot of dryness. Like we need to boost your skin with a lot of moisture. So like the first two months, that's all we focused on, <laughs> you know, so they'll also help you with your goals, but they'll be real about where you are and make you see where you are before you can reach those other goals. Like even now, finally being ready for appeal because I've been consistent. I'm excited about that. And that's why I went two times this week, two times this month, which she said was a great idea. So my skin can be prepped. 
So today I got a dermaplane, which means they take a clinically grade uh, scalpel or razor and take the top layer off your skin. So like when you get close, my skin is real, I wouldn't say irritated, but it's like, it's just kind of raw. It don't feel raw, like you're not walking around, but it's still kind of red and kind of blushy because, you know, after they do that scalpel, then they put stuff on your face and it's like itchy, like it's real weird. But um, yeah, that's that's what I have for y'all today. If you're thinking about investing in this type of service, like going to an esthetician, going to a spa, I feel like those are the things you can look for to make sure you get quality service and to make sure they can really meet your needs. Like for me, um, if you cannot afford an esthetician, because I will say getting facials is like going to go get your nails and hair and stuff done. Like it is another part of your budget. Um, and it is something that you want to do regularly, even if it's once a month. Um, and like the basic facial, it's going to start at like a hundred dollars, you know, depending on whatever area in Texas, all facials start the baseline is like a hundred or something, you know, so that's just something you want to keep in mind. That's not including a tip. Um, but I say it's worth it. It's worth it. The skin results you start seeing, because like I said, even if you're on a good facial routine, even if you go to an esthetician once a month, they can help boost the results you have while you're on a consistent routine because they got products and tools that they can use on your face once or twice a month that you, they don't sell to the general public or that it's not safe for you to use at home by yourself. Um, so yeah, I will give a caveat. Like if you don't have that in your budget, depending on what season you're in, like I said, I went through a season where I started getting it, but then I had to not get it. And at first I was devastated, but what I did is I invested in quality products. Like I realized, okay, I can't use all um, cheap or inexpensive products. Like some of this I have to invest in because I have hyperpigmentation. I do get texture issues. So I have to get things that allow me to exfoliate even gently. Um, I have to invest in serums. So those are things that my skin needs. You have to learn your skin. So your whole line doesn't have to be a thousand dollar facial five step routine. No, like you can probably get away with a cheaper cleanser like Cetaphil or CeraVe. I use that too. But I also use a cleanser from this other line. I think it's Bio Beauty and it's like thirty five dollars, but it's a pH cleanser. And I use that because, again, I sweat a lot. So just bringing balance back to my face. Um. The most expensive thing I think I probably use is the moisturizer I get, which is like $125 and it's from Bio Beauty, but I don't recommend that for everybody. I use it because it's super thick, it's super creamy, it lasts for a long time and my skin needs that because it gets dry and patchy and it just soothes my skin. Um, Serums sometimes may cost you the most depending on what quality of serums you use, but there are a bunch of brands. If you end up going to an esthetician, they may sell some, but I would say watch out. And the one thing that I will say is that everything that's expensive isn't high quality and everything that's inexpensive isn't low quality. And I had to learn that the hard way. So I've bought, I've bought 
very expensive products that did not work for my skin like it was a waste of time waste of money and now I feel like I'm finally finding my groove of the products that work for me so what I would recommend if you can't go to an esthetician regularly but you're trying to put home to put together a skincare routine at home which is super important anyway because if you see an esthetician once a month like they're going to put you on a routine and the reason that routine is important is because if I'm going to an esthetician once or even twice a month but then I'm going to sleep in my makeup I'm not using like quality products to kind of keep the results going that she she or he started like it really wouldn't matter I'll be starting from square one every time I go back so your facial routine is just as important as going to an esthetician so until you can afford that what you can do is even find an esthetician in your state or in your neighborhood in your city or whatnot and some of them do free consultations of your skin and they'll recommend a skincare routine. Some of them do like $30, $50 entry level facials and they'll give you a, a skin script basically like this is what you need to do. These are the type of products you need. Some of them sell products like my esthetician, she sells and makes her own products um, and they're pretty good. Uh, but also some estheticians like outsource and they bring in products that everybody uses in the spa or she'll recommend products if you can't afford those. So you can ask for a consultation or introductory facial, save your money to do like a $30, $50 facial and say, hey, I can't afford to come to you consistently right now. But can you give me a facial routine until I get in a position where I can come to you, where I can start seeing some results based on what you see in my skin? And a lot of estheticians will help you with that because when you do start coming to them and then you already are getting clear skin or whatever your target area was, they can say, dang, she wasn't even coming to me. But look how when I put her on this routine and she stuck to it how she started seeing results. So they'll love to help you with that if you're gonna be serious and committed. So that's all I have for y'all. Um, I, I think, you know, investing in your skin as a woman, like that's a game changer. Like when you look at people that you look up to or you think are beautiful, like it looks like they take care of their skin. It's hydrated, it's clear, it looks youthful no matter the age. And that's what you want. But if you want that, you also got to put an investment into it. And it's not always just money, but it's also the time consistency, you know, having your facial routine morning and night. Like it's sometimes where I come in, I'm like, oh, I wish I could magically just take this makeup off. But I do not skip my facial routine. And it's that consistency with your routine, with the quality of your products and if you go to an esthetician to kind of boost your results, where you'll really see a return on your investment. And sometimes it's slow and steady, but you're going you gonna to really see the results. So that's all I have for y'all. And I'll see you on the next one.